All right, so what did one wall say to the other wall? I'll meet you at the corner. Serving up the strategies you need to build, market, and monetize a profitable, future-proof business around your expertise. This is the Youpreneur Podcast. And here's your host, international business mentor and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Did you notice how it doesn't say professional joke teller in that little intro? (laughs) I promise I won't be telling any more jokes as I open the show, unless obviously I get asked by getting an absolute load of tweets from you guys at Chris Ducker, in case you did just enjoy the comedy genius that was the opening joke. Anyway, I hope you're doing well. This is episode number 420 of the Upana FM show. We've got a great lineup of episodes this month for you, all the way through the month of March. And this one's probably going to be right up there as one of my faves. I'm sitting down with my very good friend, Mark Schaefer, today. His brand new book, Cumulative Advantage, has just come out, and it's a real bell ringer of a book. And an easy read, actually, like a one-sitting type of read. Uh, We talk about the new book. We talk about the importance of standing out, what that means, obviously, from a personal branding perspective. We also talk about what that advantage really means and why it's important that we start taking things a little bit more seriously, particularly right now in the middle of a pandemic when it actually comes to standing out from the crowd and being seen as something different and more unique. And also, we segue quite unnecessarily, actually, into a discussion about mentorship, which was uh, actually, like I said, not planned at all, but it was a really interesting part of this conversation, which I'm sure you're going to get a lot from uh, as a whole. So without further ado, here's that conversation between myself and one of my favorite people on the planet, Mark Schaefer. This is the Youpreneur FM podcast with Chris Ducker. So, Mark, welcome back to the show. Chris, I've been looking forward to this for weeks, my friend. I know. This is so good. This, I think this is like your, I'm going to say the sixth time, maybe seventh time on the show since we've been doing it. I actually looked at the numbers beforehand. The last time you were, you were with us was in episode 401. We're now at 420, and the time before the 401, we're at three, 322. I don't know how many more. I don't know. There could be six, seven episodes of Mark Schaefer Gold in the archive here. So every 100 episodes, I show up. <laughs> except, except this one. We're scraping at the barrel right now because you've only had 19 between the last time you were on. Um, but, but this is really good timing because, you know, here at Upano, we talk all about you know, marketing yourself as an expert in your industry, becoming known, becoming respected, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Your new book um, has just come out and and I wanted to have you kind of come on and talk about that. And I, I think the right way to start this conversation, other than what's the book about, is from a quite, quite a selfish, indulgent kind of uh, mindset here a guy who's got a couple of books under his belt, you've got way more. I'm curious to know, what has it been like to launch a book in a very different environment to every other one that you've done thus far in your career in the middle of a pandemic? I mean, you got no signings, 
right. you know, events to speak at, you know, right. I mean, how, how's it been going? Well, really, there were sort of two milestones. And the first one was, should I publish this book at all? Right. I started, <laughs> I, I started writing it in the summer of 2019 and had made, you know, made good progress. I was, I was working on my concepts. I was working on research, had a couple chapters finished. And then <clears throat> the pandemic hit. And uh, so I have a, a friend and a, a sort of a mentor here. And uh, I sent him the three chapters of the book. And I said, is this still a book? <laughs> because it was a pandemic and we've got riots in the streets in America and chaos is just raining down on us. And he sent me a note back and he said, not only is this your best book, this is your legacy. And so that gave me the encouragement to know that it is still relevant. Obviously, as I wrote this book throughout a pandemic, I could not help but be influenced by that. Sure. Colored by that in my tone and in my approach. Uh, certainly, I wanted to make it really more personal, more emotional, more connected. So that was the first milestone uh, is writing it. And then now, how do you launch a book? And you're right. I mean, one of the best ways to launch a book is through personal appearances. And that is zero. <laughs> it, it, it really is, is zero. Um, uh, encouragingly enough, I don't know if encouragingly is a word. Perhaps I just made that up. But well, you're, uh, think, you're, you're an author. You're good with words. That's I okay. could do that. Uh, so I did do a live speech, a small live event, my first one in a year, a few days ago, before just a small sort of studio audience that was broadcast for the National Speakers Association. And uh, maybe that's a sign that things will be picked up. But I think it's this, you know, first of all, the time is right. It's in my heart. These are words and messages I need to get out. So uh timing be damned right yeah i mean right. it's like ship your art ship your art and it's time to ship the art and this is the book that's right for me and it turns out chris uh it's it's right for the world the the, the response to the book has been overwhelming it's been very moving to me people have been saying this has changed my life uh this is a game changer this is the book I needed to hear right now. So um, it, it, it's really, there's no other word for it other than to say that I've been overwhelmed by the response to this book. I love it. Well, I mean, I'm, first of all, I'm pumped to hear. And the name of the book is Cumulative Advantage. I'm not sure we said that. <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm going to start dropping it right now. So yeah. for you guys tuning in, the book is called Cumulative Advantage. The subtitle is How to Build Momentum for Your Ideas, Your Business, and Life Against All Odds. So the timing is good. I mean, like, I think a lot of people have been saying, well, you know, I kind of feel up against it right now. Yeah, Certainly right. through the coaching that I do every week, you know, I can say that there have been many, many discussions where I've not been a business coach. I've been a life coach over the yeah. last 12 months, right? So, um, someone, someone told me the other day, they said, you're better than a shrink. 
<laughs> well, it's, a, it's amazing what a good conversation over a scotch can do. You know what I mean? In, in, in some cases. So, all right, let's, let's break this down a little bit. I know this kind of the whole, the whole concept of the book is kind of built around five main factors. Um, can you give us a little, uh, can you drop a few breadcrumbs here on those five sure, factors? Sure, of course. Well, the, so backing up at sort of a high level is it's what's, what does the, what's the problem that this book solves? And it's this, and I'm sure this is going to be very timely and resonate with you and your audience. And it's this, that look, 10 years ago, if you created content and you were trying to create a personal brand and you're on social media, it was sort of a novelty. You could do it. We needed more content. And then around things started to get kind of crazy, a little saturated around 2014, 2015. And so you really had to focus on quality. You had to be superior. And here we are in 2021. And I know a lot of the people that I work with are doing the very best work. They're doing great work and they're still being buried. And I think What we need to do today, the singular question for every business owner, every marketer is this, how can we be heard? If you're not heard, if you're not found, how are you going to survive? And so I just went down a rabbit hole and said, what do we do? And I I came about this theory that we need to be working on momentum. If we're doing the best that we can, Now, how do we amplify that and get that to the next level with momentum? And I found this research that started in 1968 and has been very well-documented research that's been going on for 50 years now about momentum, how it really works, but it hasn't been applied to our own lives. And I actually was in contact with some of the people who did the research like 50 years ago. And I and so they started sending me like unpublished papers they did. I went down deep, deep rabbit holes on this. And so we, we came up with this with this pattern that there's this pattern. And you and once here's my guarantee to anyone who reads this book. You read this book, you will never see the world the same way again. You will start seeing these patterns. In everyone you meet, every business that you learn about. So it's this. Momentum always starts with some initial advantage. Now, here's the part that's eye-opening for a lot of people that read this book. The research shows, and I think we can see this from our own experience, that initial momentum almost always occurs from something random. I didn't start my life thinking, dreaming of being a digital marketing consultant and an author. I didn't write my first book till I was 50 years old. It, everything about where I am today started from something random. I can trace this back, Chris. When I was working in the corporate world, I was stuck in my marketing job. My boss was like 45 years old. He wasn't going anywhere. Where am I going to go next? And, and the internet was starting. And I had some ideas about how the internet might be applied to business. I went to my boss. I said, can I get an AOL account? I want to put it on my expense account. I was the first person in a Fortune 100 company to be on the internet. 
And so a couple of years later, the company wakes up and said, we need to have an e-business department. Who shall run this thing? They said, oh, Schaefer, he's been on the internet longer than anybody else. He's had some good ideas. And, and, and basically I can lead where I am today. This is why I'm talking to you because I pursued that idea about and, and, and got that AOL account. So that's number one. Number two, is there a scene? Does your idea fit? In my case, absolutely. The internet was blowing up. And for me to have so, a little bit of experience with that idea, the timing was absolutely perfect. Next, how do we get awareness for what we're doing? And, and as a marketing geek, this was the most fun part of the book because I reveal some new research about how ideas really spread on the web, how things really go viral, and it's not really how people think. Then I talk about this idea of mentorship, and I, and I challenge people to redefine mentorship. Mentorship used to be about you have a long-term relationship with somebody who teaches you something. Today, if you really need to learn something new, you don't need a mentorship. You just need to go to YouTube. <laughs> you can learn anything on YouTube. <laughs> but what? But look, people who, who have made it, people who you aspire to be, they have the opportunity to, to open new doors, make new connections, make new introductions that drive us to this new level. And just as important, we have the opportunity to reach down and send the elevator back down and provide those opportunities and connections to others. That is, and that changes the world. Then the last part is what I call constancy of purpose. You need to make good decisions to keep the momentum going. And this is particularly relevant in a pandemic when everything is going wrong and it's not time to panic. Ta uh, Jim uh, Collins calls this the doom, doom loop, where, boom, something goes wrong, and then you lose sight of what you're about. You lose sight of what makes you different, and you start grabbing at straws. And I'm not saying that we, sh that we shouldn't be looking at how we need to be relevant, how we might need to pivot in these times, but we've got to keep strong and surround ourselves with the people and the resources and the processes that will keep that momentum going even when times are tough. So those, those are the five high-level concepts of the book. Okay, this is great. Let's, let's dig on one. I want to dig on one. I mean, we could go down the five different rabbit holes here, but let's dig on one. And I think you and I have talked about this a little bit before in the past, and I think um, it was most likely in, in, in public conversation some way. Mentorship to me has been something that has been, you know, I've had like an on-off relationship with, with mentorship. Um, I've had, I always say I had, other than my parents and I look at my parents as mentors obviously and alas they're both gone but other than those guys those guys you know my parents the people that brought me in the world um other than them I've had two mentors in my life like actual real relationships like that now I'm yeah. blessed at this point in my life to have many friendships 
with people that I would also label as a mentor in some way, shape, or form. But I go back to to two. First and foremost, my first sales boss, uh, Graham Bond. No relation to James, but he was still just as smooth. He was next. He was an ex army guy, and you know he he kind of you know taught me how to sell with integrity and uh, you know solve people's problems, don't force it down their throat, that kind of stuff. And then the, the second mentor I had um, actually was realistically the last quote unquote job I had prior to branching out and becoming an entrepreneur myself, which where I, where I learned how to not do a whole bunch of stuff. He was a horrible boss, a horrible business leader, but I, but I learned so many great lessons as, as part of being with him for those two years that, you know, I actually look back, that was a mentorship role for sure as Mm. well. Now they've both for me been in a work in, you know, work related, you know, uh, environment, but that doesn't always necessarily have to be the case. I'm curious, no, that's right. Who, that's, who, that's an important distinction. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm curious, like who, who, who have you had in your life that you would class as a mentor? What did you learn from them? Well, one of, one of the real failures in my life is I've probably been too self-reliant <laughs> and this, this, con- I mean, it, it's part of my family history really where I grew up in a way where I just, I, I couldn't depend on anybody. I had to take care of myself. I had to do everything myself. And so that's been a big part of my core. So I have not been a person, I've not taken advantage of that opportunity to ask people for help like I really should. Now, as I'm a, a, an adult now, the way I've sort of organized my life is I have a board of directors, sort of my, my board of directors. They don't even know they're my board of directors. But there's an agency owner in New York who is on my board of directors. There is an entrepreneur, sort of a financial guru uh, here in my hometown who's on my board of uh, directors. There's a brand manager that works for uh, one of the biggest companies in the world who's on my board of directors. There's an executive with a pharmaceutical company who's on my board of directors. And what I do is maybe once or twice a year in the old days, meaning what? Last February. (laughs) (laughs) When when it was not illegal to be surrounded by other humans. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In the old days, I would just, I would once or twice a year, I'd have lunch and we would just go, we would bounce these ideas off of each other and, this is a way to inspire me and to now guide you, me. Hang on, let, let's clarify something. Would you get these people all together at the no, same time? No, just individually. Okay, individually. All just right. individually, yeah. And so that's really, and, and that's perfectly legitimate because, again, what are they doing? They're opening up new doors. They're opening up new ideas. They're making new connections for me. And that 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 that's kept me going. Now, in this environment, it, it has to be a phone call or a Zoom call. That's just the world that we live in today. So certainly uh, early in my career, there, there, there were a few people. I had, I had a boss that was a huge influence on me. Uh, and, 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 you know, when I came out of college, I was sort of like this really ideal, idealistic, uh, you know, let's change the world kind of person. And, and what this guy did, basically is beat all that out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. 
I can remember one phone call with this guy where I said, well, I got this idea and, and this is the right thing to do. And he said, what do the numbers say? But it's the right thing to do. I said, what do the numbers say? <laughs> and so it, it, it really helped balance me out a little bit. He was a yeah. huge influence on me. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. There's also been people that I've not met like ever. Um, a couple of them even dead now yeah. right? that, that, I've, that right. I would also look at as right. men, you know, that kind of mentoring type of roles. You know, what the funny thing is, is that I have, I have, a, I have one lady in my life unrelated to me that I would class as a mentor. You know her, Carrie Wilkerson. Mm-hmm. And, and Carrie and I, we've only got a, a year or so um, between us age-wise, but she just, she, there's something about the way she's always mothered me in our relationship. And I, something tells me she probably does that with a lot of people that she knows, but mm-hmm. I look at her as more than just a friend. Like she truly is a mentor to me. Like whenever yeah. I've got something that is a genuine problem I need help with, I will reach out to her always. But it's interesting how I have looking back through the people I've learned from the people that I've got to know and have actually inspired me and motivated me to kind of take the the action that I've taken. Almost all of them have been men and men with way more years on me yeah. than, 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 you know, like, you know, Zig Ziglar. I was listening to Zig when I was 15, 16 in mm-hmm. the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Never met Zig, right? Mm-hmm. But, but clearly, even at that point, he was way above and beyond. And I look at, you know, people now that I, I class as, you know, mentor sort of type of friendships and they're, they're, they're old, they're older. They're definitely older than me. Is that kind of normal? Do you think because of the life experience or I don't know, do I think it's not, I think it's not unusual, but when I think about my, my quote unquote board of directors, yeah, they're all younger than me. <laughs> Isn't this interesting? Yeah, See, this they is are. I wanted because, to go down and, this and, and honestly, if you think about my work, if you if you think about what what I've been writing about in my books, known about personal branding and marketing rebellion, which is sort of a clarion call to say, hey, these old ways of interrupting people and intercepting people and annoying them, spamming them. It just doesn't work anymore. Who's showing us the new way forward? Mm. It's the young people. Mm. Mm. And I think this is a time certainly for, for everyone to be humble, especially during this pandemic, because everything is changing. If we think we knew our customers, we need to think again. We are being reconditioned in millions of, of ways, big and small. And so we need to be patient. We need to be humble right now. And I learn a lot from, from young people. I'm inspired by young people. I, I just met someone who has 3 million followers on TikTok. And it's just like a whole new way of thinking about an audience a whole new way of thinking about engagement, but it is the way for a lot of people. It is the future for a lot of people. And so it is a time for us to not just reach up to people who are, who are older and wiser, but just be open to the idea that 
the young people today, they look at the way we've done marketing and advertising and maybe even entrepreneurship for the last 50 years. And they're thinking, why would you do it that way? That's just not the way we want to do things these days. It's interesting. It doesn't surprise me now, you know, you spit all of that out and clearly the people that you are seeing as mentors in your life and your business are younger because that's, that's what like you're leading the way within that market. Right. And obviously their input has helped with that. Right. Where I look at what I've done and the fact that I, you know, lead hundreds of younger employees, uh, you know, clients, you know, all the rest of it, like, it, clearly we're finding the right people for our own journeys based on where we are. Right. right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great stuff. And that in itself is an advantage. Mark Schaefer. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are a star to have on the show. I will see you again in another 20 or 30 episodes. If not before. <laughs> I can't wait. It'll, it'll be the best thing of the week. It's going to be great for you guys tuning in. You, you don't just also have to pick up cumulative advantage, but yes, you need to do that. But also as a crew of people that are very much dedicated to learning how to build uh, and monetize a personal brand business model, you've got to pick up his known book as well. Links to that, everything else over on the show notes, youpreneur.com forward slash 420. Mark, thank you, brother, for being with me, man. And thank by the you, way, Chris. I want to clarify, you're also one of my mentors as well. Oh, know? thank you. But thank you're you. right up there on my board of directors. So. <laughs> and you as well. Thanks. All right. It's always a pleasure and an honor. Absolutely. You guys, please stay safe. Keep building your businesses the right way. And I'll be back at you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you very much for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it sincerely. You know, if you are interested in potentially working with me to be able to build your business in a smart, savvy manner that really does truly set you up for future-proofing yourself and obviously building a profitable business, I'd love to hear from you. So send me a direct message on Instagram at Chris Ducker with the word podcast and I'll know exactly where you've come from. And that for me is more important than anything else. Because if I don't know where you're coming from, I don't know how I'm going to be able to help you get to where you want to be. Thanks very much again for tuning in. I appreciate you. We'll see you again soon.